my goodness. You are listening to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show on KRHP 105.1 FM Los Angeles. I'm Roy. And how about you? What's your name? Oh, a pleasure to make your acquaintance. You reside within our five-mile broadcast radius, and might I venture, you're a friendly sort. Well, friend, we have a terrific show for you today, and I can't wait to get this stuff going for you. To help get us started is our good buddy, our de facto co-host, and our audio engineer, Henry Francis Tottenham. Say hello to the nice people, please, Henry. Hello, and good morning, Roy. It sure is, uh, warm. Oh, you got that one right. It's a hot one out there. It's supposed to get hotter later. The mercury is rising, and on top of that, yeah. it's 9.01 a.m. Pacific Standard Time. Oh, you're looking out the window at the bank thermometer sign clock? Yeah, I can see that bank sign. Can you see me bankers? I see one banker, and she's wiping her forehead with her forearm. Oh, it's too early to wipe your forehead. How's that mixing board, sports champ? It's okay. Are the levels acceptable to you? <laughs> Roy, just let me handle that. Ah, the levels. So many dials and so many levers, computers, and cranks. No cranks. Are there not cranks? No. I'm sorry, folks. Uh, there are no cranks here today, if you please. For the life of myself, I don't know why I thought there were little cranks and such. Huh. That control booth is so complicated, like the game Mousetrap. <sighs> contraptions and wires and just a whole rat's nest of technology and tape recorders. I could show you the basics. Oh, fiddlesticks to that notion, young man. Horse feathers. Actually, I've been meaning to get you back here to do some basic training in case of emergencies. It's really not that hard. I'm afraid if I were to get in there, I'd push the incorrect button and let loose a minor explosion of sorts. An atomic blast. Mm, impossible. An atomic blast. There's no fuel here. Mm-hmm. There's no atoms and stuff. Are you ever so sure? I am ever so sure. Sure, Roy. And what in the blue blazes was Dennis going on about at that safety meeting? To not touch a panel? Something about mutually assured destruction? Oh, the circuit breaker panel. Oh, right, right, right. That antenna box in the stairwell that leads up to the rooftop? Yeah, the antenna on the circuit box. It's high voltage or something? I never go up there. Yeah, don't fool with that, right? Don't fool with that or Dennis is going to be really mad. No, 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 no. You don't have to tell me that twice. Good. My lord's leaping. <laughs> it's really high voltage. My crowns, my diamonds. Promise me, Roy. I promise you, I will never touch that panel, never ever. See that you don't. So, Henry, today I have a unique treat. Oh, the cowboy trance? Oh, Henry, please. It's not a cowboy trance. We spoke about this before we went live. Okay, it's not a trance. What gives? Why so irascible today? Why are you coming at me with those claws? I'm sorry. I was just up late last night with the uh, the pool cleaning committee. Well, a pool is a lot of responsibility. As a volunteer pool keeper, you swore a mighty oath. To keep the pool clean. And? And to always believe in myself. Oh, what a pleasure. That's the spirit. Oh. If you're feeling stressed out like, you know, Henry is feeling today, perhaps today's show will put it all in perspective for you. Give you a wonderful feeling that should last, I'd say, uh, 24 to 48 hours. And again, this is not a trance? No, Henry, this is not a trance, but rather a guided cowboy meditation designed to give the listener the sensation of having a wonderful time in the Old West with cactuses and such. It's a cowboy trance. All right, Henry, are we ready to leave this modern, terrific digital age of 1982 and travel back through the dusts of time some 100 years? Uh, a century? I guess you could call that a half-double century. A half-double century to 1882 or thereabouts. I'm ready to travel backwards in time through a half-double century. All right. Great. Please leave your modern notions at the doors of perception and put on a Western outfit in your imagination, of course. Okay. Also, strap on a conceptual six-shooter. Get some mind boots going. All right. Place a cowboy hat upon your virtual head, Henry. I'm, I'm still putting on the boots. I'll take your time. Okay. 
All right, they're on. Hold up a mental mirror and check yourself out. What do you see? Cowboy me. Oh, Henry, must you be so mercenary in your self-appraisal? Remember, the listeners cannot see you. They don't know you're wearing a Lacoste shirt. You like this? It's a, it's a light blue Lacoste polo shirt. Oh, what is that? A crocodile? A small cartoon crocodile on your breast pocket? Yeah, that's their trademark, Lacoste. Expensive. Well, you know, I'm worth it. Good. But Cowboy Me has a cool western shirt and stubble and maybe like an old limp from an injury. A limping contest? Yeah, a limp from a limping contest. And it's stuck with you? Yes, in cowboy times. Great. Feeling dusty and rugged yet? I'm, I'm, I'm dusty enough, I think. Here we go. Keen. Today's adventure begins at high noon on a rough trail. Am I limping down this trail? You are astride your steed. Do I, am I Henry or do I have a cool name? How's about our W? The Lonesome Wanderer. Ooh, the Lonesome Wanderer. All right, Lonesome Wanderer, what do you do now? Um, I observe my surroundings. Sure. I look at the sky. Skull cloud. Skull cloud? Mm Mm-hmm, like an omen. I, I scoff at the omen. Fair enough. The Lonesome Wanderer sees a skull cloud and kind of goes, huh. Bad omens are like wallpaper to you. They just roll off you. You don't care. Roy, why do you think the lonesome wanderer just ignores warnings? Because you're rough and some say gruff and you're a trail man. Great. I ignore all all symbolism. You don't give a solitary fig for any omen clouds or skull visions, do you? No figs, Roy. All right. Is that a mistake? I'm just double checking. Pay it no mind. All right. What's next uh, on this uh, trail? Well, well, it appears you have a choice here. Forking left. Mm -hmm. A very narrow trail peels off through a fissure in a cliff like a narrow pass. And on the right? Uh, I'd say a very nice wide trail lined with evenly placed rocks, uh, freshly painted with whitewash. Hmm, so let's see. I got a narrow path or a wide trail. Yes. Can I decide after the commercial break? Oh, I don't have a problem with that, Henry. Thank you, Roy. You think it over, and we'll be right back after these messages. Like a lot of people, I'm taking better care of my body. Better care of my skin, too. With Skin Bracer Aftershave. Shaving is rough, so I use Skin Bracer. It cools and smooths skin, tightens pores. That's the tingle. Smells great, too. But Skin Bracer's not cologne. It's skin care that feels good. That's why more men are saying, thanks. I needed that. Skin Bracer, now in spice, too. Takes care of men who take care of their skin. Skin Bracer aftershave. And we are back with more Roy H. Pomeroy show. And when we last left the lonesome wanderer, he was staring at a fork in the road, wondering which path was the one to take. Oh, good question. Have you reached a decision? I defer to my horse. Unusual. Well, you pat your horse and you say, oh, which away, horse, which away? And? The horse chooses the clear wide path. Oh, thank goodness. <laughs> Y'all trot down that path for a spell. The sky grows a, a bit yellow from the dust. Okay. The trail hairpins, and you see a sweeping cowboy vista. It's got everything. Nice. It's a panoramic vision. It's a panavision, if you will. What's it got? It's got cactus, snake, okay. and a small and remote town upon the horizon. Oh, a town seems important. That's right, a town. Neat. So you go into this town, or you just want to spend some time playing with the uh, background scenery, the cactus? Jeepers, Royal. I'll go check out the town. And so it happens, the lonesome wanderer headed on into town, a clomping and a jingling on that horse. Now you're talking. The horse smells horse food coming from that town. The town appears larger and larger the closer you get. It's just called uh, trail hypnosis, and boy, could both of you use a drink? So what kind of town is it? The town looks freshly painted and gay. Just a, a 
little jewel in the scrublands of the Old West. Okay. But as you enter the main street, you say, Hey, what gives? Where are all the people? Where are they? You've been to plenty of ghost towns, and they're generally ruined and picked over places with squeaky hinges and cow skulls and broken glass and once in a while a ghost. Mm-hmm. But this town looks fine, only no folks. So this is not a spooky times town. A regular times, good style town. Right. You gonna shout out something, or, or what? Yeah, I should shout. Hello, you shout. <laughs> Anyone here? Anyone? No, nothing. Damn it. Am I still thirsty? Oh, if anything, you're thirstier for the shouting. Wow. Plus, there's an odd wind here, and it just keeps on blowing this way and that, and it's not sticking to any particular compass direction. I comment on the wind. Boy, it sure is windy, you think? This town is a damn windy town. Yeah. That's also the name of the place, by the way. Oh, it is? Mm-hmm. Damn windy town, population 303. Oh, it's a good-sized little town. Course Zero are on display here today. It's very mysterious. Could a man like me put down roots here? Perhaps, if not for that wind. Yeah. Enough with the wind, you think, as you tie up your horse with a horsey rope, but enough slack so that the horse can sip from the trough outside the saloon. Do I enter saloon doors? You bet. Okay. You go inside. It's much less windy in there, but you know, there's still some wind. Oh, yeah, obviously. You say hello again. Hello. Roy, we need to hit pause on this because we have to take a song break. Sure thing, sports champion, as long as it's a lonesome one. The lonesomest. An old cowpoke went riding out one dark and windy day. Upon a ridge he rested as he went along his way. When all at once a mighty herd of red-eyed cows he saw a plowing through the ragged skies and up a cloudy draw. were still on fire and their hooves were made of steel their horns were black and shiny and their hot breath he could feel a bolt of fear went through him as they thundered through the sky for he saw the riders coming hard and heard their mournful cry Faces gone, their eyes were blurred, the shirts all soaked with sweat. They're riding hard to catch that herd, but they caught him yet. Cause they've got to ride forever on that range up in the sky. On horses snorting fire as they ride on, hear their cry. Looked on by him, he heard one call his name. If you want to save your soul from hell, ride on our range. Then, cowboy, change your ways today, or with us you will ride. A trying to catch that devil's herd, a 
across these endless skies. That was Mr. Burl Ives with Ghost Riders in the Sky, the most lonesome of all cowboy songs of all time. It's pretty lonely. I suppose you could make a, a song more lonesome if there were no cowboys observing the ghosts and just ghosts. Spooky. Uh, so, uh, where were we? You're in the saloon. Okay, that's right. Yeah, yeah. I'm in the saloon. Mm-hmm. Anybody home here? Oh, not a whisper. Though, who could tell with all this crazy wind? Yeah. It's like a dang wind factory out there. You go to the bar, you pull a bottle off the shelf. I look at the bottle and I read the label. All right, let's see. You pull out your readers, mm-hmm, and you examine the bottle. Okay, great. Well, what's it say? It says, Triple X Whiskey, aged in pure virgin oak barrels. Ooh, oak. Well, that's what it says. Okay, what else? And there's a guarantee on the back of the bottle. It says guaranteed oak flavor, or my name isn't Jasper J. Willow, distiller. Good, good. You taking a slug of that stuff, or what? Yeah, I'm so thirsty. Okay, you take a big crazy sip. <laughs> then you go, ah, what's this? This ain't no oak. Do I spit it out? You almost do a spit take, but no, you don't. You manage it down. Okay. Mm-hmm. This hooch is no good? Well, it's hard to say. Liquor in the Old West would always make a man wince and recoil. Okay. The bigger the cringe, the more expensive the stuff. Oh. Anyway, you slap a couple of pennies onto the bar and you go update your horse on the situation. Mm-hmm. Suddenly, in the midst of telling the horse about what a dirty liar this Jasper J. Willow is, yeah. the wits are startled out of you by a low moan-like a whistling noise. I whip around and point my gun at the whistle. That you do, but guess what? What? It was only a piece of wind that done caught an old porch jug. Just so, made a whistle. You laugh. Ah, jug whistle. Your smile fades and you holster your gun and look around. And then, Mm -hmm. you hear what is unmistakably the sound of an old man going, ah. Oh. It's coming from the alley. I drive my horse to the alley. Going full tilt horse speed down the alley, you hit the brakes and you stop on a dime. What's there? There is an old man lying on the ground. How's this fellow dressed? Prospector style pajamas, but with boots. A long beard. Mm-hmm. Looks half crazed. Hmm. His bootlace is cut on some wood. Wood report. Oh, just some old alley wood. Okay. Like a pallet or a crate. Oh, it's probably soft pine. The old man is like, don't shoot. I shoot. I blast his lace. Congratulations. You shoot the bootlace and the old man is free. I blow the smoke off the gun. Say, old timer, how did you come to get caught up on all that pile of old alley wood? Yeah, how? The old man stands up and says, he just got his lace caught. You say, well, where are the people of this damn windy town? What is it, a holiday or something? I demand answers. The old man does not know. Damn it. I grab him by his uh, pajamas and just shake him and say, "How? what happened here? Well, that's just going to have to do your curiosity until next time. Oh, rip off. Let's take that break. Ah, oh, man. We will be back with more wonderful Roy H. Pomeroy show after these messages.
And we are back. Did you enjoy that, Henry? Yes, I did. That was fun. Yeah, it was really good. We can revisit cowboy times next time. I'd like to. Next show. I could wear a real cowboy outfit. Mm-hmm. Help us get my head in the game. Henry, let's get those phone lines open. If you want to call in and sound off, that number is 555-2179. That number again is 555-2179. And just talk about politics, the island nation of California. We got the cinnamon situation, all those shortages. Or what else we got? Uh, the Russians. White vans. Yep. Werewolves. Curbs crazies. Michael Curbs congregation. Kasem is missing. The whereabouts of Casey Kasem. Yeah, he's like, he's missing. Where's he been? Uh, nobody knows in the whole world. Ooh, the phone's ringing, Roy. Phone. Ah, splendid. Patch it through. Okay. Hello, who is this? Greetings, Paul H. Ramaroy. I'll give you three guesses. Oh, I'm sure I can get this in one. Well, here's your first clue. Pretty little policeman in Rome. Hmm, Liverpool accent and uh, the walrus song. So this uh, this must be Paul, Sir Paul McCartney. No, this is never Paul McCartney, Roy. Not Paul. Listen up. Oh, you've got my full attention, stranger. Second clue. You better get yourself together, darling. John the Human Race. Well, I'll be dipped in the finest brass polish available on the island nation of California. That's Brasso, by the way. Enough with this Brasso stuff. Oh, they're a show sponsor. Toy H. Ramaroy Sr. Say me name and win a prize, you know. Oh, let's see here. England-style talk. Think, man, think. It's, you know, me accent. Instant karma song. Right. Why, I simply must be having the pleasure of speaking with Mitchell Jagger, Rolling Stones-style frontman of the rock and roll young folk scene. Pomeroy, don't carry on like this. Uh, Charlie Watts. Oh, I'm getting a migraine. Uh, not Charlie Watts? You'd have young Henry bear such witness to this clowning around. He can handle it. He's a 30-year-old pool keeper. Say me name right now or I'll hang up. Yes, hello, Beetle John Lennon. Thank you for calling into the Roy H. Pomeroy Show. You're live upon the airwaves. That's more like it. What's on your mind? Uh, nothing. You called me. I don't have much going on, you know, but we're still hunting for a house. Well, don't say you're still at that motel. I'm still at the motel. Oh, John, that's not living. There's a conspicuous lack of mansions and castles in the Los Angeles area, you know. It's a seller's market out there. Four bedrooms is a minimum requirement for the Beatles, plus, you know, a home studio so we can record record albums. Mm -hmm. Expensive. Prices are up. We put in our offers, but we keep getting outbid by all these out-of-state people who are here when Michael Kerb, you know... The United States. All those Hawaiians. Paul got outbid by a Hawaiian as well. Well, Paul got outbid. Are you putting in separate bids? Of course. Oh, Beatles, you must pool your resources. Well, we thought we'd stand a higher chance if we all put in an offer. No, you're stepping on each other's toes. You want a nice, clean, single bid. Huh. That's your problem. All right, I'll pass it along. Who's your real estate agent? Terry. I call him Terry. I don't know him. No. Terry's quite nice. I would like to know him. Yeah? I would like to know more real estate agents. I don't think Terry's actually a, a real estate agent, Roy. I think he's more of a broker. What do you need for space? 1,000 square feet per beetle plus wife. Mm-hmm. Plus, Ringo is very insistent in the home studio and that he have a drum area where, you know, the sound of Yoko's shrieking can not uh, pierce the, you know, his drum microphone. Ringo is concerned that the sound of your wife's shrieks will go right right into his drums. Well, the microphone. And damage them in some sort of a... Ringo's not always so rational about this kind of stuff, but, you know, where are we going to find a drummer at this late stage of the game? Oh, I see. 
Ringo's very protective about his drums and his potato chips. We're not allowed to crunch them without his express written permission. Well, I do believe this is a Roy H. Pomeroy show exclusive. What kind of chips is Ringo crunching upon? Do you know those Uts chips? U-T-Z, Uts? Uts? Uts, Roy. Uts, I'm not familiar. Well, there's a clam kind, and he's rather fond of them. Clam? I think they're nasty, but, you know, <laughs> something to crunch between albums. I suppose. Clam, Uts. Clam, clam us chips. Ringo's <laughs> snacking on those. Hooray for you two finding it so funny and humorous, but it's almost broken us up. It's a source of stress, you know. Just stop uh, eating those chips on Ringo. I'll discuss it no further. I like to crunch what I like to crunch when I like to crunch it, Roy. You're so agitated that you'd crunch these nasty chips just out of spite? <laughs> it's not spite, Roy. It's, it's, it's principles. Well, I don't mean to pry into your affairs. I'm sorry, Roy. I'm just stressed to the max. Well, I don't want to further inflame you, so uh, what do you want to discuss? Cannot we return to that cowboy tale you was telling with Henry? It was so calm. Oh, the Lonesome Wanderer guided cowboy meditation adventure? Yeah, Lonesome Wanderer. I don't suppose... Well, you know, I had planned on doing another chapter in a different episode, but we, I suppose we could continue on. Oh, goody gumdrops. Satisfactory. Can I play a character? Oh, sure. Fab. What'd you have in mind? I could portray that old man, you know. Henry, what do you make of this? Would you mind? Uh, yeah, that's fine. Uh, I don't have anything else on the, the schedule here. Let me, uh, let me just look at these notes. No, we're good. We can do it. Okay, let me just uh, let me just review these notes, my notes. Okay. Well, my notes are wide open. We can do this stuff. I have no scheduling conflicts I'm aware of. It's cowboy time. Radical. When we last saw the lonesome wanderer, he was shaking down an old man in an alley, demanding answers to the mystery of this damn windy town. The old man did not know. Uh, I asked him his name. John, would you, uh... Like to introduce yourself? I suppose, you know. Sure. I've got manners. The old man introduces himself. He says, shoot, I forgot my manners. Jasper J. Willow, distiller at your service. You say, what, the whiskey man from that uh, whiskey bottle back at the bar? He says, the very same. I knew it. I knew I was that Jasper J. Willow. Lonesome Wanderer, does that satisfy you by way of introduction? Yeah, but I, I say the whiskey's bad. Wow. All right. You say he ought to be arrested for lies and that there was no aged oak whatsoever, just old gross pickle barrels. You can barely taste the whiskey over that barrel commotion. Casks of garbage you add and vinegary as hell. I defend my wares, you know, beggars can't be choosers. All right. Still, it was the finest hooch you've tasted in months. Really? Because you've been on the trail, and it's so dusty and, oh my god, thirsty. Uh, I don't accept that. I re-insult his liquor. Wolf. All right. The old man begins to weep, real gentle-like. I'm crying. <laughs> oh, yes. How he weeps around the alley, sputtering and such. That's an outrage. Hounding his fists against the brick walls. Why must you play with my emotions, Lonesome Wanderer? Makes the Lonesome Wanderer very uncomfortable. I explain me plight. The crying old man says, Well, there's a barrel shortage on. I just can't get the good barrels. Damn straight. Says, who cares anyway? There's no one around to drink the stuff. No how. I acquiesce. Good. You tell him there's two pennies on the bar for him and that you'll be off unraveling the mystery of damn Windy Town. Okay. As the lonesome wanderer hops back up onto his steed, the old man gets his other bootlace caught on something. He falls down. Oh, bloody hell. The lonesome wanderer cups both of his hands around his mouth and shouts to, you know, take off his other boot. Oh, and to have a nap. 
I could have a nap. The old man obliges. What, right here? He rests his head upon a crate. A crate, Roy? Alleyway slumbers. Oh, alleyway slumbers, right. The lonesome wanderer pats his horse and shrugs and rides off down into the center of town. And uh, how's my horse doing? Can I do a, a horse check? The horse does a horsey noise. Would you say it's a noise of concern for the fate of Jasper? The lonesome wanderer pats his horse and says, oh, he'll be all right. Okay, so false confidence. The lonesome wanderer becomes slowly aware of a change in the wind. It smells more, I don't know, like a some sort of abandoned mine. Oh, I gotta check out that mine. That you do, but you do it after these messages. Why buy just a video game from Atari or in television? Invest in the Wonder Computer of the 1980s for under $300. The Commodore VIC-20. Unlike games, it has a real computer keyboard. With the Commodore VIC-20, the whole family can learn computing at home. Plays great games, too. Under $300, the Wonder Computer of the 1980s, the Commodore VIC-20. Coming soon, Commodore brings you Gorf, the Wonder Arcade game, and Omega Race in home versions. Commodore. You are listening to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show on KRHP 105.1 FM, Los Angeles. Told you we'd be back, we're back. Oh, Roy, you told me to remind you about the sponsor? Yes, very well. John? Yeah? Just sit tight through this, all right? All right. This week's sponsor is Brasso, the brass polish. Friends, you've got brass. Brass here, brass there. Frankly, and I hesitate to even address this live on the airwaves, but you've got brass every which way. It's perfectly understandable in today's brassy and bold world. Now, the thing about brass is, while it's a high-wearing and durable home decor metal, it's prone to all kinds of tarnish. Ocean tarnish from salt. Fingerprints of children from chocolate. All manner of sauce splashes and droplets from a variety of tasks, spills, and life's little moments. And there's no shortage of metal polishes available at your local polish hut. But there's only one formulated for brass. And the fine folks at Brasso have made it easy on you. It's in the name. Nothing to remember. You'll just see it on the shelf when you need to, and you'll go, Brasso. Far out. Now you can just rub some of that on there, and your terrible, worn, shame brass will be polished to a yellow mirror finish in lickety-split with no second application required. Brasso is made of brass and wax. <laughs> Gentlemen, please. I'm trying to read a sponsor message. The, Sorry. Uh, where was I? The wax and brass combination will give your brass a new lease on life. Brass. And what you can do is you just tell them Roy H. Pomeroy sent you. And what good would that do? If this is a participating Brasso retailer, they are bound to take you off into some sort of side room or antechamber and demonstrate the power of Brasso on real tarnished brass right before your very eyes. The free candy as well. There will likely be complimentary coffee and donuts, as well as a stack of coupons to a local car wash. Available for your taking. Go ahead and take a couple of these things. Power to the people. And tagline? Brasso. Again? Brasso. One more? Brasso. Let's do a song. Roger that, good buddy. Here's that far out Velvet Underground with Lonesome Cowboy Bill. Bye. 
my, my, my goodness gracious. That was a high-octane alone times cowboy rock and roll duty. The Velvet Underground. Off of, I assume, one of their albums? I think so. Henry, is that the case? Yeah, that's off one of their albums. Uh, that's a rock and roll fun fact you can take to your grave. <laughs> Are you two youngsters ready to head back to the Old West? Yeah, I could go for that. Lock off the question, Polya Drummeroy. Go ahead, caller. Call me John, you know. Don't call me caller, Roy. Don't call me caller. That's rude. Yes, John. What's on your mind? My question regards, you know, where does this story come from? What's it for? Is this, is this just literally an exercise and, you know, calming people down by having them think of cowboys or something? Or you got something up? Surprise, surprise. You're helping me write my latest novel, my Old West novel. All right, let's get back to town. I knew you were using it. Throw. I knew you were using them. When we last parted sorrowfully from the likes of the Lonesome Wanderer, Jasper, the Old West Whiskey Man, was napping it off in the alley of Damn Windy Town. Yeah, and I was going to go off and look for the, the mines or something. Leaving Jasper or sleeping in this alley? Oh, Lonesome Wanderer, leave me where I am, you know. I'm only sleeping. You gonna let that old coot sleep it off? <laughs> nah, I wake him up. Oh, for Christ's sake, Henry. All right, you roused him from his slumbers. I'm up, I'm up. What do you want, Mr. Cowboy Man? The Lonesome Wanderer inquires about the mines. Oh, about the mines you wish to know. Yeah, tell me everything you know about the mines. The old man tells a spooky tale. I do? Go ahead, Jim. All right. So the thing about the mines is, don't go there. No? No, the signs that say no way, keep out, hmm. collapse imminent. All right. These would be awful mines, kind of like the bombed-out bits of England after the war. John, mind your anachronisms here. We're in the Old West. Oh, the, the future war. Much obliged. Anyway, since it's all gross in there and, and dark and, you know, mold grows. Mold? So they say if you ingest some of that mold, you might die right there in the mine and become one of those cool skeletons with a pickaxe and a rusty lantern. Okay. It's not a bad gig if you can get it. Sure. It's a living. All right. Huh, I gotta think about this. Henry, does that answer your question? Have you been sufficiently warned off of the only other named location in this town? <laughs> no, I'm, I'm going. I'm going there. I'm going to the mines. Go if you must, but there's a whole bunch of mold down there. Think of the mold, Henry. Mold. I'm going. I don't I don't care. I'll just put up my uh, mask. Saints alive. Yeah, I put up my um, bandana mask and go. Great Scott. I drive my horse straight into the mouth of the mine, Roy. I do it. I swear by the beard of Rasputin. That's a shocking development. I come alone because I've been to the mines once when I was a child and I used to play in there and stuff. The lonesome wanderer guided by the old man Jasper J. Willows uh, descend in deep into the bowels of the mine and it's all moldy and it's quite spooky and their lanterns barely light up those old drippy cave walls. Those are dugged out no gold, tapped out gold uh, mine. Roy, you're fading away. Oh, my apologies. Let me just take a sip of this old west California coffee. Mm. It's pretty warm in here. I know, that causes naps. John? Who, me? What do you think happens next? Well, these two guys, bless the horse, go down deep into the old mine place, past the load of signs, each one more sarcastic than the next, until they are face to face with the entire townsfolk. Holy Korean War era hand grenades. Well, they're eating the mold, you know. Just handfuls of the stuff. Oh, my heavenly stars and saviors and rubies. That's right, Roy. They're all there. The whole town. The, the general store guy. Some petticoat ladies, you know. 
The Undertaker, they're all eating the mould. This is a million bucks worth of hot Old West stuff. Thanks very much. Well, that sound can only mean one thing. We need to take a commercial break. We'll be right back after these messages. If you could repaint the world, you might decide to change a few things. But you'd still want to use a quality paint like the Kmart Performer, so your good taste would show. It's manufactured for Kmart by Dutch Boy, so you know it's good. The Performer is a quality exterior paint with nine-year durability. Keep it in mind when it's time to paint your own little corner of the world. The Performer. Quality by Dutch Boy. The price by Kmart. And we're back with more Roy H. Pomeroy show on KRHP 105.1 FM Los Angeles. When we last left the lonesome wanderer, he was deep within the old abandoned mine shafts, face to face with the entire townsfolk who were hand over fist eating mold. Gross. Mold, which was previously thought to be a deadly form of Old West mass, but I guess is good for you. Mm-hmm. Good for what else, you? Supposedly. Lonesome wonder, what do you say to these mold-eating townsfolk? Um, gross. Spit that out right now, or, uh, or I'm gonna kill you. Sheer rippling radio gold. Lonesome wonder, they're not spitting it out, so, you know, follow through. A couple of the townsfolk offer you a handful of mold, and in unison sort of creepily say that it's good for you, and once you taste the mold, You'll understand and you'll be one of them and live in the mines forever. What you gonna do about this? Uh, taste all my bullets. The townsfolk's eyes begin to glow and they attack. That's assault. An explosive and action-packed Old West fist fight versus a, a gun. I'm blasting, Roy. How am I doing? Wave after wave of mold-crazed townfolk sent to the pearly gates. Radical. I get one, too. I throw one of me boots and a guy dies. It's unrelated, but, you know. Uh, holy smokes. Put one on the board for Jasper J. Willows. Let the board show that Jasper J. Willows got one. Look out, lonesome wanderer. Here comes the priest of the town and he's got a knife. Bless me, Father, for I have killed you. Tubular. Look out, horse, here comes a moldman. Go to hell, you dirty mold man. The horse is saved. What's the score, Roy? Oh, you two got them all. Goody, goody gumdrops in an old oak tree. Let this dank and moldy mine be your final resting place. You've spoken too soon. I've had some mold when you weren't looking. By the laurel of Augustus Caesar. I shoot Jasper. I've died, you know. Complete and total victory. Wow. Is that it? Yes, Lonesome Wonder. That is it. Great. You've defeated the entire town. What you gonna do? Leave? Sure. Wonder what was in that mold. I guess you'll never ever know. Huh. You done come out of that mine and you send off a... a Stick a dynamite and the whole thing collapses, sealing the tomb forever. Yeah. The lonesome wanderer gives a cowboy laugh and rides off on his horse. Okay, is that it? The end. Okay. The end, Henry? I believe you. Or is it? It's not. As the lonesome wanderer fades into the background scenery near that cactus. Yeah? An asteroid lands in the middle of the desert. Asteroid? It is covered... From space? ...in a most curious mold. That was space mold. The sound of an Old West typewriter fills the ear of the listener, and it types out T-H-E-E-N-D. Question mark. Oh, yeah. All right. Scoff not lonesome wanderer. Copyright 1982. Roy H. Pomeroy. Based on characters created by Roy H. Pomeroy. Story assistance by Henry Francis Tottenham. What about me? Old West consultant John Lennon. Good. The lonesome wanderer shall return in... 
Cough Not Lonesome Wanderer 2, A Respite from the Winds of Time. All right. How'd you like that, Stuart? Fun, right? Yeah, really rad. I liked it. So what else we got? We got to play some music? Yes. Can't we play one of me songs? No, I don't think so, John. Drat. That's a conflict of interests. Okay. I don't want to get sued by Ringo. He's still sore about the chips. Henry, I leave this in your capable hands. Great. Find for me the most haunted, most thrilling and chilling ghost town song you have on all those tapes. Okay. My God, look at all those cassettes and record albums back there. Yeah. Control room is such a mess. Disorganized. So many wires. What you need for your studio, Henry, is cranks. Cranks? Cranks. See, Henry, you gotta get some cranks. Cranks? What for? Why, crank up those wires and cables just as tight as an archer's bow. Fine. Straighten up that mess. Yes, sir. See that you do, young man. Here's a spooky ghost town song. Far out. the specials with Ghost Town. Say, the specials will be playing this Tuesday at the LA Civic Center with special guest Eddie Grant. 
and we still have free tickets, but they're going fast. So hop on that, won't you? That number is 555-2179. That's a cold venue. Yeah, they ice down that place, but good. So bring a sweater. Mm-hmm. And also bring, I would say, between 5 and 10 in New California dollars. The concessions are good and handy, but they're kind of expensive, and frankly, yeah? nothing beats a small plastic bag of raisins or such. Nature's candy. Jesus's Tootsie Roll. God's M&M's. We need to take a break, Roy. We'll be right back after these messages. Looking forward. They shall have the ultimate convenience of banking where they work and where they shop. And one day they shall have banking by two-way television in their homes. But whatever the future may bring, at Security Pacific, they can look forward to personalized service. People caring about people. Welcome back to the Roy H. Pomeroy Show on KRHP 105.1 FM, Los Angeles. Oh, yeah, I've got to go. Oh, you do? Yeah, I've got stuff. Well, I hope today's Western action has helped you shed that unwanted house hunting stress. You get stressed out, just recall a gunslinger or a cool-as-hell Old West saloon. I'll try it, Roy. Best of luck with Terry. I've got an open house at noon. John? Yeah, boy? The right pad is out there, man. Right on. You just gotta find it. Okay. Keep your chin up and wipe away those tears. I'm no longer crying. You know where to reach us. Toodles. All right. Goodbye, Henry. Bye, John. Have a splendid afternoon. Right. Oh, I forgot the werewolf report. Can we cram this in? Yeah, for fast. All right, let's do this thing. Okay. Today's werewolf report is brought to you by Brasso, the all-brass brass polish. Brasso, it's made of brass and wax. The island nation of California Department of Wildlife is issuing a high werewolf attack alert for the following areas. Santa Monica is a four-wolf level, an increase of one wolf over the last week. Burbank is holding steady, although at a high wolf level of seven. Coming in at number one for werewolf level is Malibu. How about Glendora? Glendora? Yeah. Glendora in Pasadena? Mm-hmm. You know as well as I, they've opted out of the wolf rating system. But word is that, yeah, there's werewolves in those ravines. You can bet your bottom dollar. Don't get bit. And that's just about all there is, thanks to Brasso. Brasso. Now, what we learned today? Real estate facts? The L.A. housing market is wild. Your best bet? Yeah? Is to hold tight to what you have. I have a one-bedroom apartment. Brasso is made of both brass and wax, and it is unbeatable for cleaning brass. And that's not just because they're a sponsor. Townsfolk will up and abandon what is essentially a paradise if someone can sell them on becoming a sort of mindless mold person or a cave fellow. A mine monster. A cavern jerk. Western novels practically write themselves due to the sheer amount of hot tropes and action-packed cliches. Give it a shot. Cranks can be used to organize wires. And finally, no matter what nobody says to you, you simply must try that new lunch place. Oh. Henry, you want to get some lunch? At that hotel? Yeah, the ground floor eatery of that new hotel. Okay. The sandwiches are international, but the price? Yeah. Domestic. Sold. Let us adjudicate ourselves into a sandwich reverie. Henry? Yeah, Roy? To the Chevrolet.